0: Hello everyone. Today I'm answering the question, should you finish your macros? Now, this is something I really struggled with when I first started tracking my macros a couple years ago. And I was always like, Oh, okay. Well, I calculated my macros based on my activity levels, based on my goals. And this is how much I should eat every single day. And that would mean sometimes just before going to bed, I'd be like, oh, well, I still have, you know, 200 calories left. What could I make together? What could I put together? That's going to, you know, hit my macros. And this was a little bit problematic in my mind because I wasn't hungry, but I was eating because I had macros left over. And by macros, I just mean I had a set set number of calories broken down by fats, carbohydrates, and protein that I needed to consume in order to hit my macros. And the more I tracked my macros and as they became a nutrition coach, I realized that it's a little bit problematic from my point of view, if your goal is weight loss and fat loss to be forcing yourself to finish your macros every day. And my reasoning and thought process is this. If your goal is to lose weight, you are trying to create a calorie deficit over the course of a week, which is going to help you lose that weight. And if you are forcing down food, well, you are essentially eating calories that you don't need. And so my suggestion when I have clients who follow macros is yes, as much as possible, aim to hit your macros. But first and foremost, stick to honoring your hunger levels. If you're hungry, eat. If you find yourself left with a hundred calories for the day that you haven't eaten, but it's getting late, you're really not hungry. Forget about it. There's no need for you to eat those 100 calories just because they're part of your macros. And this is all with regards to weight loss. When you are, you know, in a, at when you are bulking and you are trying to intentionally build muscle and put on size, yes, it can be a little more challenging because you are intentionally trying to eat more calories than your body needs. And sometimes that can be a little bit uncomfy in which times I'd say, you know what, if you can try to aim to hit those higher macros and calories to be in a surplus, then go for it. But anytime you're trying to lose weight, forcing food down is really not getting you closer to your goals. And because macros are something which you can, you're not always going to get the right macros by calculating right off the bat. There's going to be periods of trial and error and periods of check ins where you're like, hey, you know what? I've maintained my weight over the last three weeks, even though I've adhered to my macros 95 to 100%. Okay, well, then perhaps if you're maintaining your weight and you're sticking with your macros, but nothing's happening, then maybe you actually aren't at maintenance calories and maybe you need to cut back on your daily goals. But this is why trial and error is so important. And I would never just say, because someone has calculated macros, they're 100% accurate and you need to stick to them and disregard how your body's feeling, your hunger levels, all of that. Uh, I talked about this a couple times on Instagram, and that was I hired an online coach for nutrition and exercise I want to say three years ago. And he set me at 1900 calories. And because I'd been in a deficit for so long and had been eating probably 16, 1700 calories, when he put me at 1900, I was physically struggling to consume that much food. And because I was newer to macros, I was having a really hard time with the amount of food that I had to eat. And I didn't really have any strategies for making that work. So when I said, you know what, I'm really struggling with this. Is there anything we can do with my macros? And he cut them to 1300. Well, I'm five foot eight and between a hundred and you know, at the time, I think it was 142 pounds. So <laughs> you cutting my calories down to 1300 is not only extreme. It made no sense to me me saying that I'm struggling to eat something and you saying, oh, cool. Well, then we're just going to cut 600 calories. Not a problem. Oh, that doesn't make sense either. And this is why listening to your body, listening to how you're feeling is really, really important. Just like it is that you're making sure you choose a coach that is going to actually care about your overall well-being and not just care about getting results. I think I'm going to go on a little tangent here, but I think some coaches are really focused on creating a transformation picture, which they can use to sell to get more clients. And they're going to do that by cutting your calories, by adding more cardio, by getting you to do things that may not be physically or mentally in your best interest. But yeah, you will get results. You will lose weight. Your body will change. But at the end, you're going to be stuck where, you know, you're eating 1200 calories, you're doing an hour of cardio a day. And you're just not able to sustain those kind of living conditions. So if you choose ever to hire someone, make sure that your ideologies and methods are going to align and that they are going to be realistic if and when you need a change. There's nothing wrong with needing a change, but you do need to have someone who's actually on your side and going to be concerned with your hormone levels, your hunger levels, your mental uh, health, all of those things. Okay. End of rant. Um, but coming back to my original question of, should you finish your macros? Once again, this is really going to depend on your goals. Like I said, if you're trying to lose fat, forcing food down is really not getting you closer to your goals. And so I would never recommend finishing your macros just for the sake of it. Now Some people kind of take this out of context and they say, Oh, okay, well, you know what? I had, you know, fourteen hundred calories out of my nineteen hundred, but most of them were fats and carbs, and I didn't really eat much protein today. Well look, yeah, I'd say that is a little bit problematic because that's also not necessarily helping you work towards your goal. So when you are following macros, I always try to suggest that people Prioritize their protein throughout the day, and that means so. Example: If your goal is to get 100 grams of protein a day, I'd say look at it like this. That's 30 grams of protein at breakfast, 30 at lunch, 30 at dinner, and 10 for a snack. You don't have to be shoving, you know, 70 grams of protein into one meal. It's definitely not ideal or enjoyable. And so, even if you're not able to finish off your macros for the day because you're not that hungry, I would still make sure that you're prioritizing protein throughout the day so you don't end up being left with 200 calories and all of them need to go towards protein. Now, I know people are not always going to agree with this advice and I totally respect that. Everyone is very different. And different things work for different people. But my goal as a nutrition coach is when I have clients come to me who want to follow macros, want to learn about tracking and do all that, I will support that 100%. But I also realize that tracking macros is not something that's going to work for everyone and is definitely not something that I think for the majority of the population is going to work lifelong. I think tracking your macros can be so beneficial because you learn so much about food, nutrition, portion sizes, and that information can guide your decision making lifelong. But having to enter all your foods into an app and weigh everything is not something that is generally sustainable lifelong. If you are in a good re- place with food and have a good relationship with food, I definitely rem- recommend trying it. But then I do recommend also working on transitioning to intuitive eating and eating in such a way where you're really focused on your hunger levels. Because now this is where my advice makes more sense in terms of not forcing yourself to finish your macros. If you are someone who eats intuitively, you are going to realize pretty quickly that your hunger needs vary from day to day. If I have a really intense workout, I add a little bit of cardio, I walk to the grocery store, I walk to my parents, I've expended a lot of energy that day, I'm going to need a significant amount of food. And then if I take a rest day tomorrow and I don't really do anything, I stay at home, I Netflix, you know, I take it super easy, I don't feel that great, well, my caloric needs are different on that rest day. And me trying to eat the same amount, no matter what can be tricky because from day to day, our needs are different. And I will say sometimes I, and also depending on your cycle, if you're a female, there are times before I get my period where I'm just like, I'm insatiable. I am just like, I have a hole in my stomach. I have hollow legs and I just need, I'm hungry all the time. And no matter what I eat, I've like, Oh, that did nothing. So I some days I, I eat, you know, 25, 3000 calories. And that's just what I need that day. And all of a sudden I'll come upon a day and I'm like, Oh, I'm okay today. Somehow it's two o'clock and I'm not hungry. And I will honor that hunger in terms or, or lack thereof. And I, I'm not going to force myself to eat breakfast. I'm not going to force myself to eat anything unless that hunger is there. And so this is when intuitive eating and focusing on your hunger levels long-term is so beneficial because I think when we're set on needing to consume a certain number of calories a day, like I'm going to say for ease of math, I'm going to use the number 2000. If I'm trying to eat 2000 calories a day, Monday through Sunday, that's 14,000 calories over the course of a week. But what if on Monday I'm really, really hungry? And I've done all the things I've made sure I'm hydrated. I'm well rested. I included a lot of vegetables in my meals. I've done all the things that I can to make my meals go further and seem bigger. And yet I am still really hungry and I'm not feeling great because I am hungry. Well, is not eating because I've finished all my macros beneficial at that time. This is where it's really important to listen to your body if it's a little bit of hunger and you're like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to bed soon. Anyways, I'm going to drink some water. I'm sure it'll pass. Maybe that works for you that day, but you also might have a day where, you know what? I'm so hungry. I feel lightheaded. I finished all my macros, but I finished my macros, so I can't eat anymore. Well, that's problematic because your body's giving you signs and symptoms of not eating enough for that day. And so I'd say, you know what? Why don't you eat a little bit more that day? Even if your goal is weight loss and fat loss, if you are truly in touch with your hunger signals and hunger cues, maybe eating a little bit more, even if it takes you out of, you know, that calorie deficit or maintenance calories, whatever it is, is what's going to be the best choice for you. Because if you listen to your body the next day, you might not necessarily be as hungry. Perhaps you only need 1600 to 1700 calories the next day. And so that's why I say it balances out in the big picture, or for the co- course of a week. So, like I said, you're really hungry Monday. You were really active. Your goal is tw- 2,000 calories, but you know what? You needed more, so you ate 2,300. But the next day, you really only needed 1,600. You weren't doing as much. You didn't. W- you didn't wake up starving. You didn't. So as a result, you didn't eat until you know 11 or 12. And because you, you know, skipped on your breakfast. You end up only eating 16 or 1700 calories for the day. Well, over Monday and Tuesday, you still only had 4,000 calories, which is within your macro goal, anyways. And so I know it can be really challenging to listen to those hunger cues. And that's something I've talked about, really struggling with because I disregarded them for so long and always ate on a schedule and always felt like I had to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner and eat, you know, every three or four hours or have lots of small meals that really made it challenging for me to know what hunger felt like. But once I became more in tune with those feelings, it was a lot easier to honor the hunger as it changed. And this is why I do suggest, you know, not having to finish your macros Regardless of how you're feeling. There are some days when you're not going to need as much, and there are some days when you're going to need a little bit more, which is why I know this is tricky, but listening to your body in combination with working towards your macros is ideal because, like I'm saying, most people I think aren't going to track their macros lifelong. So using it as a baseline to guide your decision-making, get a feel for portion sizes and how much you can eat is really important and a great way to learn about yourself, your needs, and how much you can eat for your goals. But I think because we are human and we have different needs and our body changes and adapts based on what we're doing, there also needs to be a little bit of leeway with regards to our approach and being super strict and stringent with those macros can be really detrimental depending on who you are and what your goals are. Now, when I do talk about this, I'm not talking about people who are doing bikini competitions or anything like that. I am not someone who uh works with clients to do that. I'm not someone who's ever competed in a bodybuilding or con- uh, yeah, bodybuilding contest or any kind of um prep. It's not something I could do without ruining my relationship with food and uh, impacting my mental well-being, I know there are a lot of women out there who successfully are able to do this, but I know myself and I know based on my past and relationship with food, I would not be one of those people. So this is my advice, but I will say there are lots of ways to approach macros nutrition. And at the end of the day, just because this is my Opinion and thought does not mean there are not other schools of thought out there who will make other suggestions, but I always want you to know that there are different ways to approach things. There are different schools of thought and trial and error and finding what works best for you is really the only way to know what works best for you. And just because something works right for your best friend doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have the same results or same feelings about an approach because you're your own person. So that's the (laughs) much longer version of that, my answer to should you finish off your macros? Like I said, personal preference, a lot of things to consider, but if you do have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. You can contact me on Instagram at justgetfit or get in touch for one-on-one nutrition coaching at Nikki at justget.fit. Thank you so much for listening.